quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. This episode is sponsored by Byheart. Byheart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk. Their formula includes the most abundant protein, alpha-lac, found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Byheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Byheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim. What it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about Byheart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. I'm Michelle, recovering yeller, control freak, and perfectionist. I didn't want to be a connected parent, but my strong and smart oldest daughter would not succumb to my bribes, threats, and manipulations. After years of controlled parenting, I threw it all out and started over. I doubled down on the idea of connected parenting and turned in time out for time in. It's taken me years to figure out how to unknot sticky situations without using punishments, but I've finally cracked the code and now I can help you create the relationship with your child that you dreamt of having when you first decided to become a parent. It's not easy letting go of star charts and bribes, but you can change. Listen in as we interview parents just like us who found success and hear from experts who will help us better understand how to form a deep bond with our children. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. And I have a guest today, Emily, who is a fellow Hand in Hand instructor and who is also the program director at Hand in Hand. And she is here to talk to us all about Play Listen. But before we get to Play Listen, a tool of Hand in Hand, we are going to have her introduce herself. So Emily, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, I'm Emily and I have two daughters, one who's almost 16 and one who's almost 18. And one who's almost eight, point eighteen, <laughs> and I found hand-in-hand parenting in between the two. So as my older was growing up and I was less and less the parent I imagined I might be, I started yep. looking for some support. So my younger has had the benefit of having a parent who's a little more well-resourced from the beginning, but I have learned so much over the years experimenting in my own family And in addition to the program manager work I do for Hand in Hand, I'm also one of the moderators of the parent club. So some of your listeners might recognize me from there too. Oh, yeah. So it's a joy to be able to help other parents tinker with and adapt and work through reaching out for the tools and figuring out how they fit in their own unique families. Yeah, I have a similar story. I Hand in Hand when the kids were three and six, but I too, I needed so much help and I didn't realize that all I had to do was ask. Oh gosh, I could just ask and say, I need help. And people were there. <laughs> that was yeah. revolutionary. I didn't realize that you feel so alone. Like you're the only one struggling and yeah, hand in hand has been life-changing for me. And I know yeah. so many other people, I feel so lucky we get to be a part of it. It's pretty magical. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so hand in hand has five tools called the listening tools. 
And one of the listening tools is called Play Listen. And so today, Emily and I are going to discuss Play Listen and its lovely benefits and its incredible struggles and <laughs> all that goes in between because it seems so easy. This tool, all the tools seem so easy, but when it gets <laughs> down to it, the application part can be very challenging for us parents because of our own background. Emily, what are your thoughts on Play Listen? And- yeah, so I think at its core, Play Listening recognizes that when children have a backlog of feelings, hurts, upsets, overwhelm, frustration, whatever it is, when a backlog is happening, they will show us that they are too full of feelings in lots of squirrely, unsavory ways. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, they can't. And I mean, this is hard for adults too. They can't just say, Hey dad, I'm having a really hard time today. Can you just, you know, like wrestle with me so I can feel a little better. They can't do that yet. So play listening is a way to meet their feelings and invite them to get those feelings up and out through laughter, connection, and play. Play and laughter. I didn't believe this really when I first heard about this, but laughter is just as effective as tears at helping a child release the feelings that are kind of stuck inside. When we play listen as adults, Our goal is really to just start with connection, just notice the child, see what's happening, trust that the behavior you're seeing is just a symptom of something underneath. And then we try to do something a little silly or a little unexpected or a little goofy or a little bumbling. (laughs) And we just tune our radar into where is the laughter? What can I do? that can maybe at first, it's just a little smirk, especially if you have an older child, it's like an eye roll, but you can tell like there's a sparkle in that eye roll. They get to judge you a little bit for being so bumbling, but you look for a giggle, you look for a sparkle in their eye. And when you see that, you move toward that and you follow that laughter and you follow Mm -hmm. that spark and see if you can encourage more. I think the biggest challenge for people, for me, is that... When I see the unsavory behavior, my first instinct was not, <laughs> oh, you should play with them. <laughs> you know? It was like, not only the opposite, them. really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, this needs to stop. Everything needs to stop. You need to right. stop. This cannot continue. And I think that's the hardest part for parents and for me. And I know I'm not alone is to say, oh, I can just play through this behavior and make everything better. But this crazy thing works, which is so insanely nuts. It totally (laughs) works. And I think that's why sometimes when I'm saying it to people, I almost am like, they're not going to believe me. (laughs) They're they're not going to believe me. It's just too hard. That's why I love that, you know, a lot of our classes have multiple classes. So we can say to families, I know this sounds crazy, but just try it. Yes. Just experiment, just try, try something, see what happens. And then we get to come back together and say, how did it go? And they can either say, it was a disaster. What else can I try? Yes. Um, or they'll say, you got me. It worked. It That's was fun right. for everybody. We had a great time and it totally transformed the energy in that moment. 
And that's usually how it goes. Yeah, it is really usually how it goes. I think when I work with people one-on-one, I say the same thing, just go do it and then come back and let's have a chat about, about it afterwards. Because <laughs> they get there. And truly, they-, they do. And you know, those moments where it doesn't fly, I just have the other tool of stay listening right there yeah. in my back pocket. That's and right. I, I apologize for being silly when it, that wasn't what was needed. And then I still get to listen. Like it's yep. still a win. It is. It definitely is. You can change gears. I always say this. I can always notice when they're too far gone, like they're too deeply into their <laughs> yes. behavior or their emotions or whatever. I'm like, this is not the time. This is not yeah. the time to try to be silly because we don't want to also distract them. A lot of people get confused with, is this distracting them out of their feelings? And yeah. it really isn't if you're coming with the idea that you're connecting with them. You're not saying, Hey, there's a bird over there. Look at the bird over there. You yeah. know, that really is distraction. It's more like, no, I'm here to connect with you, to be with you and try to yeah. help you. What did you think when someone said to you, you, you can just play? Well, I admit I was dragged to play listening, kicking and screaming. It was my least favorite tool for a good long time. <laughs> but there are reasons why that is. So if anyone listening is feeling the hives creeping up on your skin yeah. at the idea of bumbling or being silly or being goofy, there's a lot of really good reasons why that's happening. For me, part of what play listening is, is taking the less powerful role mm-hmm. and letting your child best you or get you or even at sometimes laugh at you because you're kind of play acting a situation that they need to work on. So they get to laugh about the tension. And for me, when I first started, that change in power dynamic was very unsettling for me. I really had this sense of, well, if I'm not in charge, then this whole thing is just going to blow up in my face. Yes. Who am I if I'm not in charge as a parent? So letting go was hard. Yeah, it It is hard. hard. It's hard to let them win and it's hard to let them be more powerful. And it's hard to, you have to check your ego. You really do. You have to say, (laughs) I have no ego. I am in this for the betterment of our relationship. And I will do whatever it takes, even being the idiot. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what it takes sometimes. I think when I first heard about it, I was like, no, I'm sorry. I don't play with children. I just don't. <laughs> they play with themselves. And I cook dinner and I take care of people and I drive people places mm-hmm. and I organize things, but I don't play. I'm sorry, yeah. everyone. I just don't do that. Yeah. And I didn't realize also how much I needed it. Yes, that too. Yes, it's not just transformative for helping children offload their behavior. But I feel so much more capable and strong and agile as a parent, having worked on this tool and really figuring out how to use it myself and how to use it with my children. Because every human is unique and what's funny for one may not be funny for another. Yeah. I've had lots of parents say, well, that didn't work. And I'm like, well, that's probably (laughs) okay. We'll find something else. There's a lot of things you can do. And I think that's important too. Let's talk about a few things. I Mm -hmm. mean, Patty's, my number one favorite Patty one is, uh uh-oh, I'm going to give you a hundred kisses. Yeah. Let me see that kicky little foot, you know, when you see aggression. And that is my number one favorite is to give affection when moments are really bad. Like the worst moments, I try to give affection and it's genius. It's so genius. And people don't believe you. And they're like, you're 
rewarding <laughs> bad behavior. Yeah. You're indulging in this idea that it's okay, but it really, I've never seen it transpire like that. I've really seen it transform True. behaviors that are unwanted. I attribute all of the major shifts and changes in my parenting to Hand in Hand and Patty Whipfler. I could not have achieved the inroads to more connection with Esme and Pia without the Hand in Hand parenting approach. I owe this method and my sanity to their tools. That's why I've become an affiliate partner of Hand in Hand Parenting. Purchasing their products using my affiliate link directly supports this little podcast at no extra cost to you. I recommend the Listening to Children digital booklet set to all of my clients. It perfectly explains the listening tools and has been something I constantly return to myself. These tools are the heart of what I've learned myself and what I teach my clients. If you go to handinhandparenting.org forward slash partner forward slash peace and parenting, you can order them and also support this podcast in the process. So go to handinhandparenting.org forward slash partner forward slash peace and parenting and learn the essence of connective parenting while also supporting the peace and parenting podcast. I will also put the link in the show notes. Well, that gets to the heart of one of the philosophies of hand in hand, which is children are good. They are good and they want to be good. And if a symptom of a behavior is happening, then we can meet the need underneath that behavior and get them back to their good selves. And yeah. the thing I love about the meeting aggression with affection and saying, oh, did I just see a hitting hand? I'm going to kiss that hitting hand right now. And then a little chase ensues and a little tussle ensues. It lifts the shame. Because yes. every child knows, of course, I'm not supposed to hit. They feel terrible with me. Yeah, I think that's another really important thing is that a lot of people believe, and I think I believed this too, is that kids don't know that yeah. they're not supposed to hit. And then we have to tell them and we have to correct them and we have to punish them and we have to make sure it doesn't happen. And we're responsible for making sure that doesn't happen by using more shame. But that internal shame is already there. It already is settling in. They already know immediately. They're just so offline. They can't access the better behavior. So as I came to hand in hand, kind of my default was I was super reactive as a parent, super easily triggered. I was yelling a lot. Just, <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, just that like little, especially anytime my daughter was being kind of sassy or disrespectful, whatever that definition uh. is. I just felt like I had to be the bigger, stronger, scarier human in the room. And so to train myself out of that, I used a play listening tool that Kathy and I in the parent club refer to as mock threats. And this is something that I think is here and there sprinkled. But for me, it was a lifeline because I felt anger bubbling in the moment and I needed a way to kind of get it up and out in a big way, but not in a scary way. So I kind of along the same lines as that, I'm going to get those kissing hands. I would say, well, you better run because I'm a volcano and I'm about to erupt. And I could be stompy and grouchy without being scary. And then I would erupt and try to chase them. I would, my Ooh, lava would try to catch them. I like um, that. So kind of building on that same thing where you can transform a moment that could go in a way you're going to regret later into a playful energy. And that really helped me get out of the rut of reacting. Oh, I like that one a lot. I'm going to use that. That's so yeah. good. It really is because I feel like you get on that freight train and you're like, I'm going, 
I'm going to that place. I don't care what anyone says. I'm going there and I'm taking Even everyone if part down. of your brain is saying, no, no, you don't want to do that. Nope. The big part is saying, yes, go <laughs> get there. And one other thing that I was thinking when I, we were talking about doing this podcast is that I always felt and feel so much more connected to them. And I didn't realize yeah. how much I needed that deep connection with them. I was on like this autopilot, like just, I was a task master, you know, just doing tasks and things. And I, we didn't have the connection when I sat down and played with them. When I got silly, when I was checked my ego, I really felt like we were deeply connected in a way that I'd never felt before. And that I needed that connection too, to yeah. feel more endeared to them, to feel more loving towards them so that I didn't want to get on the freight train so much because my connection felt better for me. And when my connection yeah. felt better for me, then I didn't want to display my own bad behavior. <laughs> I think that's the other reason why play can be so hard for parents is that we are kind of in survival mode. A lot of the time we have more on our plates than we can ever possibly get through in a day. And we're tired and we're overwhelmed and we just want things to be efficient and play can feel like we're wasting time. Yes. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Like I don't have time to play. And I say to that, you know what? You don't, you probably really in actuality <laughs> don't have time to play, but what you also don't have time for is a big, huge upset. And this can really transform that. Lots of families find that when they get the hang of play listening, and they kind of in the same way our special time tool works. When you can introduce play before typical, like the dinner time struggles. Transitions, um, yeah. Yeah, big transitions like that, or when you have mm -hmm. high expectations, a five minute wrestle match or a three minute pillow fight or a two minute hugging contest to see who can do the bigger hugs. Oh, I like that one. All of those things can. Yes. Fill them up with connection and empty out tensions and fears so they will be at their best for yeah. those transitions. I used to play when they were little. I Up until Esme was like 12 or 13, we used to play every morning before school because that's a really hard transition. And I know everyone's going back to school now, so this is kind of a good one. But we would play this game where they would try to run past me to get to the couch. And I could, mm -hmm. also, no, I could never get them. They were always winning. I was falling all over and people will say, well, I don't have time in the morning. And I timed it because I was like, wait a minute, this is working. It's not really taking that long. We played for six minutes every morning and it changed our whole life. Honestly, I bet people could even play for three minutes yeah. and still see that benefit of a lighter exit out of the house for everybody. Yeah. Oh, I love play so much now. I even do, <laughs> and I do it with my teenagers all the time. I got, uh, yeah. that's our number one go-to tool is play. They'll be like, Oh my God, you're so dumb. And I'll be like, Oh my gosh, you're right. I'm so dumb. <laughs> oh, I didn't get it again. What is yes. wrong with me? Gosh. <laughs> or they'll be like, she, I want that. She had it first, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I want it too. Give it to me. Why is no one giving it to me? It's like, we thrive in this now. Cause it just like diffuses everything immediately. Yeah. And when you can get in a little playful tussle wrestle with a teenager, yeah, that's so good. It's hard yeah. to find physical connection things with teens. So yeah. A playful My, little grab. Yeah. My 12 year old still wrestles with me. 
Even though she's so big, I'm like, this bed is not big enough anymore for the two of us. <laughs> We're growing out of this bed here. Okay. Any last things about play? Listen, an encouragement to experiment and don't be afraid to flop. And I encourage you, if you're feeling any resistance at the moment, go ahead and yell at us right now. I won't. And you can't make me <laughs> go ahead and stomp your feet. Say, I'm not going to do it. I hate playing right now. Oh. I hate it. You can't make me. <laughs> um, it feels so good to just let that out uh, because yeah. it can feel like a big ask to muster extra. This might feel like we're asking for extra energy, but I promise once the snowball gets rolling, it makes things easier. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And there's so many good resources at the Hand in Hand website and all of their articles and the parent group and all of the Facebook groups. And then they have this lovely thing happening for their annual fundraiser called Recharge. Yeah. Will you tell us about it, Emily? I would love to. For the fall fundraiser at Hand in Hand Parenting, we are a nonprofit organization. So fundraising is a part of how we exist and how we continue to offer programs and just a presence in the world trying to support parents. We're offering a four-day retreat. We're calling it an online retreat. We'd love to be together, but for now we can be online. And each day has a little focus that's not so much on here are tips for how you can be a better parent. That's not what this is about. This is about re-infusing support toward you as a parent and appreciating you and acknowledging you and helping you shore up the places where you're feeling like things are kind of crumbling, giving you mm. lots of time for listening mm. and some inspiration. Oh. So one day will be devoted to play. And I think we're even going to be sharing a whole deck of play cards that you can print out and just to inspire yourself to poke toward play, like break out of the little egg of resistance and poke out so you can have a little more fun with your family. Oh, uh, but that's, that's coming up at the end of September and it's already on our website. So folks can register anytime free up to a donation based level. So lots of different options for how you pay for your ticket um, or accept a scholarship. I um, love that. Yeah. So, so for everybody. I want to go. Please do. It'll be so yeah. much fun. Each day you'll get a little email with just a few things, not too many. And then we'll have a private Facebook group uh, where Kathy and I uh, will be moderating like we do in the parent club to answer some questions, do little webinars, but just keep infusing those four days with we see you. You're not alone. No. We've got some support for you. Yes. I think that's the most special thing about hand in hand is you really don't feel alone anymore. Yes. So everyone come join us. Let's yes. do it all together. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's play. <laughs> It'll be great. Thank you, Emily, so much for coming. I so appreciate it. It was so fun to talk about play with you and hear your stories. I got some more play ideas, which is great. <laughs> Yay. That's what happens when we get together. We all inspire we each share. other and learn from each other. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Peace and Parenting podcast. And we will see you guys next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.